to Success AF, Customer Success Podcast Series. Through short and insightful discussions and interviews, we will explore a variety of customer success topics and challenges and ponder multicultural nuances that create a unique twist. I'm JD, and I have Elena with me. Hello. In this episode, we speak to a software sales professional about the customer success function and how we can find synergies within both business functions. And we're really excited to have Ian, Ian Chang, with us today, an account executive at GitLab for APAC. Ian, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. My name is Ian, and I currently work as an account executive for GitLab, and I'm covering the APAC market. Very happy to be here today. Thanks to you, JD and Elena. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you. So, Ian, could you tell us a bit more about your role and what that entails in your company, please? Sure. Happy to. My role is really a uh, sales representative for GitLab. Essentially, what I do is I work with prospects, existing customers, as well as trying to make sure that customers renew with GitLab. GitLab itself is a DevOps platform. So think of GitHub, Atlassian, Jenkins, so and so forth. So this is the industry that we are in, and we actually sell seats. I work with customers that are in the mid-market category. And that's categorized by 100 to um, 1,999 employees. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very specific, but also could you tell us a bit more about what you did before GitLab? Yeah, absolutely. So before GitLab, I was at this open source company, similar open source company, uh, called Elastic and Elastic is basically the founder of Elasticsearch. So Elasticsearch is the open source search technology that has multiple use cases to it. Uh, My role there was essentially a sales specialist focusing on a specific product. I see myself as uh, wearing of multiple hats. I see myself as someone who is a CSM slash sales rep slash pre-sales slash everything. But I think that's, that's very interesting because from that role itself, I can see a lot of interesting ways that how each and every role can work together to ensure that the customer has a pleasant journey with the company or with the vendor. Yeah. That's how I get to know you, got to know you, JD. Yep. Yep. And that's how I got to know Ian in that role and how we managed to invite him onto our podcast. So yeah, I think Ian has had about nine years of uh, software sales experience and we're really, really glad to have him on today to have a sales perspective on what customer success is and how we can achieve a partnership success between these two business functions. Sure. So thanks, Ian. It's great to have you with us today. Appreciate that. So it's interesting that you've been in different sales roles and, and different incarnations of those roles in the software space. So can you tell us a little bit about how you've worked with success and, and how that's varied with some of your roles? Yeah, absolutely. I think it really depends on how success or how customer success is being defined in the company itself. For example, at Elastic, customer success is a very specific team where they are essentially responsible for making sure that the customer doesn't churn with the company, right? So making sure that they renew, making sure that they don't churn renewal and ensuring that they have a great adoption with the product. However, at GitLab, it's a bit different. Customer success entails pre-sales and technical account management. So uh, it's really more towards yes yeah so it's very different right um i would say at gitlab i'm more of a csm because there isn't a specific csm role or colleague that i have that can work with me 
really, again, is depends on the company. But I think overall, the underlying fundamentals of working together still comes into play, regardless of how CS is being defined at whichever company. So that's interesting. Your your role really now is a bit more diverse than, say, when you were at Elastic, where there was more clear delineation between kind of sales and success, and now you sort of cover it all? Yeah, yeah essentially. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just saying, I just want to like dive a bit deeper into the differences and as well as some similarities. I would say, again, the differences would be with GitLab is pre-sales and post-sales, technical mm-hmm. combination. So in terms of the more business aspects of customer success, there isn't a specific person doing that as opposed to at Elastic where, you know, JD is the defined CSM, right? So in terms of commercial conversations, business conversations, I have a counterpart who can help me with that. Whereas at GitLab, I have to cover that as well. I would say fundamentally is, is again, uh, you need to understand how to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, with JD, we divide and conquer. So I'm the one to introduce new features or any new use cases that the customer can consider. And JD will be the one making sure that the, the adoption, the onboarding journey is a pleasant experience for the customer mm-hmm. is in its entirety. Yeah. And then how does that tie back to the differences in KPIs for each of the teams? I think this brings a, a very interesting segue into before you even start to work together, you need to understand what are your KPIs first. Uh, I, I realize a lot of my peers in the industry, they, they somehow don't understand each other's objectives, KPIs and OKRs. They don't have a clear understanding of how can we best complement each other to achieve our KPIs. Fortunately for me, when I talked to JD initially, we had a good understanding of each other's KPIs. I know what he's being assessed on and he, know, he knows what I'm being assessed on. So that's how we think of uh, ways and means that will complement our strengths in that role itself, as opposed to not knowing anything about the role at all yeah. or the KPIs yeah. at all. Yeah. And then making sure you're aligned in terms of how you deliver to that same customer base. And also um, in terms of, I'm interested in terms of keeping clarity with the customer so that they understood the distinction between the two roles. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Usually what I would do when I, when I talk to a new customer or when I'm really close to finding the customer to, uh, to a subscription, what I would say is you know, once the subscription has been issued out to you, I'll be very keen to bring you on board or introduce you to my customer success manager or my CS colleague. And from there, we will work together. If you have any point of resource, feel free to reach out to the CSM. If you need to know any new features, products, you can reach out to me, right? So, but in essence, the customer knows who to reach out to. There's proper alignment. I think that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right there. It's, it's important that they, you've got clear messaging to the customer. So they're clear on who their key points of contact yeah. are and how they can get their goals met as well. I think that's right, Elena. And I think this actually puts a really good segue into our next part where we talk about, you know, we have a segmentation of roles between the account executive or the sales rep and the customer success manager. So Ian, where do you think is the greatest opportunity for these two business functions to partner successfully? Yeah, I think there are two different scenarios, right? The first scenario is you are closing a notable customer, but on a very small subscription. So then you would say that, oh, how can I make sure that we can grow the revenue for this customer? 
and make sure that customer adopts more features of the product, right? So I think this is a huge opportunity that uh, sales can work with CS in terms of uh, having a success plan, right? So for example, first quarter, we would uh, define milestones or OKRs for the customer to say that this is the angle that you're looking at. This is what we should do throughout the journey. And I think this is a huge opportunity. I have seen uh, very good you know, examples and of course, not very good examples out of it as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, the second scenario is more towards, you know, how if you know that existing customer is going to churn, right? How can we then make sure that the churn will not happen? Or even if there's churn, at least it's not a 100% churn, right? Yeah. Like a contraction yeah. rather than yeah. contraction. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think contraction is a win from where I'm coming from. It takes a lot of work to reduce churn. Right? If you know a customer is going to churn, but you manage to retain a customer, even though it's at a smaller scale from the original description, it doesn't matter. It's, it's still a great win. Identifying that first, that's another huge opportunity to partner successfully. And then this again brings, how do you then identify what are the warning signs that you would need to see for a customer that's going to churn, right? Typically, right. sometimes they don't respond. Yeah. So yes, thank you, Ian. Were there any other points that you want to bring up where there are good opportunities for sales and success to partner successfully? Yeah, I, I guess after all that I've mentioned, the gist of it all is really very simple, right? Sales, CS, success, there is a huge need to collaborate and you need to collaborate effectively, right? It could be on a shared document. It could be in a issue, right? We use GitLab issues to collaborate. It could be any forms of collaboration, but really just to have touch points when you uncover opportunities to partner successfully, you know, such as churn or expansion opportunities, it's really good to let people know what's happening. And then, yeah. you know, people can start working together. I think, yes. I think that's, the, that's the fundamental of it all. Yeah, 100%. I, one thing that I learned today is that you can always uh, try to over-communicate, especially during these times in pandemic. So I, I really like that, Ian, you brought up as a sales rep, it is really good if we can partner up, we can collaborate and we can kind of communicate our ideas and make sure that the customer is successful at the end, whether it be the renewal, the, the, the reduced churn or even the expansion opportunities. So the critical question here, I believe a lot of sales professionals and uh, customer success professionals always ask this. So who do you think owns the customer relationship? Is it sales or is it customer success? I would say everyone owns the customer in terms of whether your sales, success, support, pre-sales, even professional services. It all boils down to knowing what are you covering? What are you owning? And making sure that you are working well or you're aligned with your counterparts. If I know that I'm supposed to tell the customer to raise a support ticket because they have issue with their production environments or you know their, their licenses are not delivered successfully, then I have to own that process, right? I have to let them know. Instead of just going to the support engineer or going to customer success saying that, hey, uh, I'll let you handle this issue. This is not my issue anymore. Yeah, so really you need to know and you need to be aligned on what are the things that you're supposed to own and deliver them well. No, no straight answer, but... Excellent answer though. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. When the customer actually looks at an organization or a vend software vendor that they are buying a software service from, 
they don't see sales, they don't see customer success, they don't see support. I think they just see one company and they want to interface with that company and help them achieve their objectives successfully by purchasing your solution, going through implementation, onboarding, and making sure that you help me to be successful in, in the customer journey. I fully agree with you. I think Elena agreed also <laughs> that it is 100%. Uh, everyone owns the customer relationship. It is very important for sales, success, or any other business function to be aligned on that. I think Ian actually brought up a few really good points today. Yes. So thank you very much for joining us today, Ian, as our inaugural guest and our first salesperson. So some really good takeaways from today's conversation, I think, you know, first and foremost, as we talked about in our second episode, really, it depends how success is defined within an organization. And that obviously influences how success and sales work together. But overall, the key to that successful partnership is effective collaboration. And part of that is having a clear understanding of each other's KPIs, so how you can both be successful together. Having that clear expectation with the customers, one of my favorite ones, identifying both risk and opportunity. So where there's, you know, risk that maybe the customer's not happy, might be risk of losing them, as well as the opportunities to grow and expand the accounts. And the last bit, which is so true, Everyone owns the customer and that's not just in sales and success, but to your point, customer support, professional services, it's all about the end-to-end -end customer experience. So thank you again, Ian. Great conversation today. Stay tuned, everyone, for our next episode where we will look at the ideal customer onboarding, if there is such a thing. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback. Uh, we have a new email address. It is hello at successaf.live if you want to drop us a note any advice on future topics also welcome and thanks again for joining us <laughs>